says she thinks she knows. I'm Brianna. I'm Maharo. And I'm Demaya. And today our topic is black hair. And so everybody knows black hair is a very controversial topic amongst our community. So we're going to start off by just giving a brief history of the evolution, I guess you could say, of black hair in America. And to clarify, black hair is black people's hair or natural hair. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all know that before black people came to America on slave ships, they were in Africa. And that's where you found many braided styles, many styles using clay and things like that, um, where you could tell somebody's ethnicity, age, marital status, wealth, and religion just by looking at their hair. And then when back when back since the beginning of time, um, black women used the time that they did their hair to bond with each other and make meaningful relationships. Um, fast forward a little to the early 1400s when <laughs> Europeans began kidnapping black people. <laughs> um, you know, they were still wearing these elaborate styles that that they once were. And um, these hairstyles were very admirable to Europeans, but they needed to strip them of their, their identity. So they started shaving both men and women's hair. Um, as slaves arrived and got off slave ships, they weren't able to take care of their hair. Mm -hmm. So their hair a lot of times was very matted and really unhealthy. Um, and this was around the time when uh, fair skin, straight hair, and thin facial features were praised. So um, then black hair and black features were very frowned upon. Blacks then began promoting the idea that kinky hair and dark skin was less attractive. So this is where you have like black people playing into the white narrative of beauty. Like conforming to the standards? Exactly. Um, so slaves weren't given the tools to properly take care of their hair, so they often had to result to using like baking grease and kerosene and butter and sheet brushes to maintain their hair. And I think that's really crazy because what's a sheet brush? Isn't that the thing they use when they use um, like when they do the co like cotton picking? Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's Let's look those, it up. Let's look it up. Those things are, are being made from now. Like Brushes? Yeah, that's the earliest <laughs> version, but like, I hate using those, so I can't, I, I hate combing my hair, so I can't even imagine. Yeah, you're telling me. Sheet oh brush? yeah, that's really how they make the tangler brushes, wow. Look at this. Wow. It's like the thing you So it's basically like a shovel looking type thing. <laughs> it's like a tangler brush. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure like, it was obvious. Hair. Yeah, it obviously wasn't used for hair. Um, so in the 1700s, Free blacks started wearing very eye-catching hairstyles that drew the attention of white males and ultimately made white females jealous. And wow. so, um, in 1789, mm -hmm. um, the, the Tignon laws were established in Louisiana, and that required black women to cover their hair. Oh, and so, I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. And so, they conformed to that. Mm -hmm. by beginning to buy decorative head wraps and mm, tying, okay. tying them in elaborate ways. So that was like a form of black women going against their brain, I guess you could say. 
Um, and the original intent of the law was obviously to make black women seem less attractive, mm -hmm. but that actually ended up backfiring. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> they, they do it. <laughs> black women do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. um, in the 1800s, slaves were actually displayed um, in zoos what? for their unique uniqueness. So, like, their physique, their skin, but also their hair. Because, like, black people were just that interesting to white people, I guess. Crazy. <laughs> I heard that, like, up until, this is a sidebar, but I heard up until, like, the 60s or something, like, in Europe, they still have black people, like, in I museums, basically. Ooh. I really do. Six, 1960s? Yeah. I mean, it's our Instagram, so it's not a credible <laughs> oh, Okay. But yeah. I kept seeing that, like, I feel like there's this one picture that I kept seeing of this woman who was, like, being held in a cage and stuff like that, and she was just oh, walking Lord. around and people were looking at her. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, in 1845, this is an interesting fact. The French actually invented invented metal hot oh, combs. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. like, the, the narrative is that Madame C.J. Walker invented hot combs, but that's not actually the case. It was invented in France. But didn't she have, like, uh, she had like... She she had hair products, so like she like developed hair products, and she also like normalized the pressing curl, mm -hmm. like amongst black people. So like she was very instrumental in black hair, but she didn't invent the hot comb. So I thought that was interesting. In 1865, obviously everybody knows slavery ended, but that damage that was already created of like black hair is bad, fair skin is good, mm -hmm. that was still living on. Um, and so, like, when it came to getting jobs or, like, came to going to school or to church, you were still expected to be, in, in order to feel pretty or to be deemed pretty, you still had to have less kinky hair or fairer skin. In the 1920s, Marcus Garvey encouraged his followers to begin wearing their hair natural again. And one of his famous quotes is, remove the kinks from your mind, not your hair. Oh and God. that was a really, wow. that's a good quote. Yeah. People need to be... I just that picture, you know, the guys saying, mm -hmm. come on. People need to be doing that right now. I'm um, and then in, the, in 1930, um, this is where you see, like, the development of dreadlocks, um, and the Rasta lifestyle as Selassie became the emperor of Ethiopia. Oh, wow. um, and then this is also a, a fun fact, I guess. Um, in 1936, when Selassie was forced into exile, all his warriors like vowed that they would not cut their hair until he got out. So that's wow. where like the idea of like, oh, I'm not cutting my hair until all my, I'm not cutting my dreads until all my bros are out of jail and stuff <laughs> like that. That's where that idea stems from. That's interesting. It is interesting. Wow, this is extensive history. I know. I'm almost done. In the 40s, obviously, black women continued pressing and curling their hair. Fast forward to the 60s, the afro was obviously a sign of black power and pride. Mm -hmm. And so people like Angela Davis and the Black Panthers really got people on board with wearing their hair in an afro. Um, and then the, the, the term black is beautiful was coined. And then, um, let's see. Oh, and then in, the, in 1977, the Jerry Curl exploded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My grandma used to do that. 
Yeah, so like you have like this formula now where black people can curly perm their hair and it's not like it's it's just a way for black people to have curly hair, you know? And that continued all the way into the 80s and then in the 90s, um, you know, more women started chemically straightening their hair and men wore box tops. I mean, I guess that was not really <laughs> men wore box tops. And then this is when you see natural hair and dreads starting to become more acceptable um, in society. And then in the 2000s, um, more women and men are exploring braided styles, relaxers, and their natural styles. Um, and then in 2006, like black hair, black hair care was a billion dollar. Black hair care was um, named like a billion dollar business, mm -hmm. and it was a problem. Yeah, it's a problem because at the time, black women were consuming eighty percent of the hair industry, but were only owning three percent. And to wow. be honest, I'm not really sure if that has really changed. Like mm -hmm. at yeah. this time, because I mean, I, feel like well, I think it has of, a little. I think not yeah, because there's been a lot of companies that have been that have been. There black are. Women. I don't know if they're getting the same amount of support. Mm -hmm. There are, and I, but I don't even think it's like fifty percent. I don't even think it's like thirty percent. That's crazy. Slow rise. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so in two thousand nine, it could be named like the beginning of the natural hair movement, where you have like women, black women, really starting to embrace their natural hair and want to um, wear their natural hair. And then you have now where like people are learning about the damage that relaxers actually cause and wanting to live healthier lifestyles and so this is why they are wearing their hair natural more and more and more yeah but that's okay. the end <laughs> well thank you to maya for that history <laughs> that was good that was well researched i know um but yeah we thought that if we're talking about natural hair it was necessary for us to have a guest that knows about natural hair that like lives the natural hair experience <laughs> i'm hyping her up right now <laughs> it's like so we have our guest today would you like to introduce yourself hi i'm laura i waved but, <laughs> but um i'm laura i'm a natural i guess okay um well i first really started seeing laura like over the summer i noticed that she was like embracing on a youtube journey yeah. mm -hmm. so she started like a youtube channel for natural hair i don't know if you started that over the summer but yeah. would you like to tell us about that and like what inspired you to do that um so like i just like i was bored during the summer <laughs> <laughs> and like the i've always wanted to make a youtube channel so i was like let me just do it because why not like who's gonna stop me so i just made one like it's not really you know I'm not consistent with it, you know? <laughs> it's more like a hobby. I do it when I want to do it. But, um, yeah, that and my Instagram are just, like, to share my journey, just to let other people know if they want to know. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. What was your journey like? Like, when did you start really thinking of yourself as, like, a natural? Or, like, when did you start taking care of your hair? Um, so, like, the middle of my senior year is when I started to, like, do my own hair I could like I was always natural so like I never permed my hair never relaxed my hair or anything but my hair would like my mom would straighten no my, my mom would blow dry my hair mm. after um I washed it after she washed it and I never washed my hair like I never <laughs> ever washed my hair on my own until I was 18. Wow. I know that's crazy to me too 
I was thinking about it, I was like, wow. But like, I never used to wash my own hair until, um, like, I don't know, I was talking with my friends at the lunch table. And then all of a sudden we started talking about natural hair and they're like, let's do this. Like, we're going to go out, buy all the products, da, da, da. We're going to do, we're going to like change you type thing. But like, (laughs) um, yeah, so that's how, like, that's when I started. And then eventually, you know, I started getting better, learning more. And yeah, wow! So you're like pretty new to this. Yeah, I would never expect. I know. I like I see like you doing perm rod sets and things like that. That was and I'm just like wow! Like she does them well. Like her (laughs) twist outs are done well. I think that the one thing like I would recognize you from if you're like walking, I would see your hair. Like Mm. last semester. I'm like, oh, that's Laura. Like, you know? (laughs) And so that's crazy. I'm surprised that you just started to, like... Yeah. It takes... I don't know. I don't think... Like, I've always been natural in a sense. It's just, like, Mm -hmm. my hair was blow-dried. So, like, you know, I'd be in a ponytail or, like, I have a ponytail and then have a braid Mm -hmm. or, like, just, like, simple things. But then, like, people started noticing me, I guess, for my hair. (laughs) I was like, okay, wow. That's interesting. I feel like for me, like, I've always... I started doing my hair young, but, like, I never knew how to take care of my hair. And mm-hmm. I blow dried it all the time, too. That mm-hmm. was the thing, like, it's like I couldn't do my hair wet literally until probably, like, second semester of college. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. My chance, like, my chance is in a natural, like, officially natural mm-hmm. is short, too. Because I just never wanted, I was like, no, like, it doesn't work. I tried the whole air dry thing, and it would just make knots, and I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing it. And so mm-hmm. then I actually started learning how to use products in mm-hmm. my hair. So, but that's just crazy wild. Wow. How has, um, like, your experience been with your natural hair on a college campus? Like, um, dorm life? Because you live on campus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. But, like, I've lived in Northeast, which is more, like, there's less people of color. There's mm-hmm. literally no black people. So, like, I would wash my hair and, like, I don't really deep condition like that, which is really? bad. Yeah, I don't. I really don't, which is Eh, you know, good, bad, it whatever. Is it is. It is. Exactly, bad. exactly. Yeah. But, like, sometimes, like, when I did decide to deep condition my hair, I was, like, so scared because I was, like, oh, my gosh, all these white people are going to be looking at me, mm. questioning what's in my hair for, like, 40, because I'm going go to sho- go to the shower, wash mm-hmm. my hair, put the put the um, deep conditioner in, get out, wait, yeah. and then go back yeah. in again. They're going to see me and look at me funny. So, like, that was difficult and also like wearing my hair out like a twist out I used to do my twist outs like I just untwist them leave them now I untwist and I you know separate my (laughs) twist you know for volume but like Mm -hmm. before I was so scared I was like oh my gosh I don't like big hair I can't do this I can't be a bother to other people and just like walking around with a fro like if I do a wash and go like I was so scared in the beginning because I couldn't like I always felt like it was too much, you know? And then, you know, time went by and I was like, Laura, we need we need the confidence. <laughs> we need to get this so, confidence right now. Like wondering like if you were natural, like since mm-hmm. you were natural, I was like, I know you say your mom like blow dried your hair and everything, mm-hmm. but like when you went to high school and all like did people ask you a lot about your hair and stuff? Or was it just um, like different, like a different environment completely? Um, not a lot of people asked me about my hair. I think when it came to my hair, like my hair would be in a bun, like a big bun up or like mm-hmm. a ponytail and it would be braided mm-hmm. and I just remember like like the braid wasn't all that cute you know it was just like <laughs> a big braid at the end and like 
people would like touch it and make fun and I was like okay enough so mm. I did my bun so people could stop <laughs> touching my hair but like people didn't really ask me about that I didn't really have like I a, a lot of the kids at my school are white or don't have natural hair mm. so it wasn't it wasn't anything. So it could have been, it was like, even though the braid wasn't that cute to you, mm-hmm. it was still like a sense of a fascination. Mm-hmm. I think because like, obviously like you didn't have to do a big chop mm-hmm. or you didn't have to like grow a perm out or any mm-hmm. a relaxer out or anything like that. So like your hair has been long your yeah. whole life. And so like, I think that was a fascination of like, oh, like she has long thick yeah, hair. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like let me touch that. And that's, Something that even when you're natural and when you're wearing your hair confidently, that you still have to go through. Like, yeah. it's, it's actually like crazy, I guess, because it's just like I'm not I'm not a toy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but so. I think like last year when I was in Northeast, the um, I had a friend who asked me like people always. I feel like this is a thing white people ask all the time, but like. They ask, like, how long, like, when do you wash your hair? Like, mm. how long do you, like, take and all this other stuff? And I'd be like, I wash my hair every two weeks. This this year I've been, like, every week. I mean, mm. I've been somewhat consistent, which is better. But um, last year it was every, like, two weeks. And they'd be, like, shocked and stuff like that. And I'd be like, yeah, but, like, my hair doesn't it's get dirty that, <laughs> that quick. My hair needs the moisture and all that. And um, But, like, I appreciated that friend because after I told her she remembered like I after I told her my whole hair hair routine she remembered and that's usually not the case usually they always ask and keep asking Mm. and I'm like I said this (laughs) I said this already (laughs) but um yeah I was shocked about that I don't don't think everyone's like that but it was nice to have a friend that understood how long it would take like when I said I'm washing my hair you can't call me you can't like I'm not I'm not available honestly though I don't think I've ever I've never really had like that experience of having to explain like a lot mm. because oh I yeah mean, I don't really have many white friends so it was just but I always like this whole staring thing like that's something that coming to college mm-hmm. I was like not with because I learned I had learned how to do like braids and stuff like protective styles mm-hmm. that was my thing like I like I like protective styles and so coming to college I was like ah I'm not even gonna have time to mm. go to that bathroom and wash my hair and be conditioned and do a natural hairstyle yeah. so I literally would just like off the gate think of like protective styles to do. Then when it was time, I was like, okay, like, I'm not doing my hair. Like, I have to put my hair up. Like, that's when I would see, like, oh, your hair's different. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like, it's just that. And, like, people in the hallway, like, see me with my shower cap on. So I just feel like yeah. it's, like, weird, but I never really had to explain it. I just knew mm-hmm. that people were looking because they were curious, but I was like, I'm not going to fill you in. Like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of have a different experience from you. Even though my closest friends are, like, people who are also black, a lot of people have asked me, even black people who aren't natural, mm-hmm. Like, in my family or, like, in my circle of, like, relatives and stuff, they would ask me, like, oh, X, Y, Z, like, what did you do to your hair? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Like, especially people who have, like, relaxers or people who are natural but don't take care of their natural. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. they'll ask me how often I wash my hair, like, what products I use and all that stuff. And I think that I feel like I started to get, like, in the beginning, I'll be, like, I feel like they would ask more in a condescending way. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, do you know what you're doing? Like, you yeah. know? <laughs> but I started getting more confident and like more able to tell them because like Mm -hmm. i knew that i've been on this journey for a good amount of time where Mm -hmm. i know what i'm doing and so like i can tell them without saying like oh you know i don't you know i can tell them something that's worked for me and like give them kind of encouragement Mm -hmm. so 
That was my mom. My mom was like, when I first started, like I washed my hair on my own. I think it, <laughs> it, that was like, oh my gosh, my child's like last year. going away from me. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but like when I started washing my hair on my own, she was like, oh my gosh, like what are you doing? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I have to do this. Like I'm going to college. I need to learn how to wash my own hair. And then like she just, every time I did my hair, she's like, you're, you're damaging your hair. You're doing this, you're doing that. And it's like, how do you know? Cause you never did this. Like I'm confused. But now like, um, she wants me to do her hair all the time. I come back from break, do my hair, do my hair. Da, 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 da. And Is your mom she, natural too? Yeah. But okay. she has like very, she's like, I don't like typing hair, but mm. she's like a three, three B, three, mm. yeah, that. So like very nice and curly. Yeah, but um, we'll get to hair typing later. But yeah. yeah, what were you saying? But she was like, before she hated the fact that I started to do my own hair and like I'd comb it, I'd put all the product, and she's like putting that much stuff in your hair is so bad, da, 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 da. and she's, it's like, you didn't watch the YouTube videos like me, <laughs> you didn't do all this, but now she wants to be me, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> wow. But I did, like, when I came back for Thanksgiving, I still had, like, my flexi rod, um, like, out, and she was like, wow, your hair looks so nice, let me do the same thing. She bought her whole thing, <laughs> she did it, like, I helped her with it, and it didn't come out as mine, because her hair is thinner, and it just, she has less hair also. And she was just, like, sad. I'm like, well, like, you know, everyone that has their own so thing. Funny. You got to figure out your own thing. So, My yeah. mom literally strains her hair all the time. But she'd be like, oh, like, she'll be asking me if I can do a twist out mm. or a braid out. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. I don't have to. Mind you, she'll go to the salon, like, every week. I'm like, what? <laughs> but honestly, me, like, I still don't think I consider myself to have a wash day. Like, mm. because, like. It doesn't really take that much for me to do my hair, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wash it in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and sometimes I do do a deep conditioner, and then, like, it just takes me, like, 20 minutes to put the product in. Because, like, most of the time, I'll do washing goals. I literally just started doing braid outs last year, mm. um, like, second semester. So, like, I guess I've had a different... A natural hair journey I guess too because I've always been natural like mm -hmm. you Laura mm -hmm. so like but I always used to go to the hairdresser and get my hair straightened like every two weeks oh. so like the only time I wore my hair curly when I was when I was a kid was like in the summertime and then I would hate getting it done I would mm -hmm. always put it in a bun and so like it wasn't until like middle school where like my older sisters started like wearing their hair curly because I wouldn't really say my like any of my mom or sisters have like kinky hair mm -hmm. all of us have like curly hair so like it was more of like my older sisters started like putting pantene relaxed and natural conditioner in her hair after she curled it mm -hmm. after she washed it and i was like oh do that to me so like my natural hair journey was like full of washing goals i guess and like it's not until now that i'm like starting to learn the importance of like putting oil on your scalp or like <laughs> you know, wearing a bonnet to bed or like it's okay to like wear your hair in the same braids for three days. Yeah. Like learning how to make that last because I could never do that before. So that's interesting how you guys had that experience. And I feel like me and Brianna had, well, speaking for myself, yeah. I was relaxed for a minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was relaxed up until like I would say I was like twelve. Okay. Maybe even a little bit after that. Basically, like I moved to Springfield in like two thousand and twelve. And so like a year after I moved to Springfield, I think is when I stopped getting oh, relaxers. Yeah. But even then I would straighten my hair for like occasions and stuff like that. And if I, my hair wasn't straightened, mm -hmm. it was in box braids and it wasn't really being protected. It was just being held. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> held hostage. <laughs> Honestly, like I used to leave my box braids. My mom, she would give me box braids, not like protective, but more like this is what's going to last you until like I can do the next straighten or whatever, oh, okay. you know. And so I wasn't natural. Like, I wouldn't consider myself, even when I did stop relaxing my hair, I just did it because it hurt, like, so much when I would wash it out. <laughs> it would be, like, <laughs> it would be, like, burning my scalp. And I will be rinsing it out, and, like, my head would just look so big, and my hair would look so flat. <laughs> I never liked it. Like, I never really was one of those people that was, like, I want to have straight. Like, you know, mm -hmm, I never yeah. really wanted that, but it was just forced on me. Mm -hmm. um, and so after that, I didn't even consider myself natural up until, like, the end of 10th grade, junior, okay. maybe the summer before junior year, okay. I feel like that's when I really try to start buying products. Like, I bought products with my own money and, like, tried to make my hair work. And even then, I, I was natural, but I wouldn't consider myself, like, I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought I did, but I didn't. And so I think that in college has really given me the time to, like, work on a routine that works for me and mm -hmm. become, like, somebody who actually knows what they're doing with their hair because, Yeah. I think for my, like, my journey, in the beginning, I would just use a lot of the stuff that my mom used. Because, like, I would get my hair braided and all that stuff. Like, that was real. But for most of the time when, like, my mom was like, I'm not doing it anymore, like, I had to figure it out. So either I had to ask someone and find somebody, like, please do my hair. Or, like, <laughs> I had to figure it out with the stuff that she used to do. And so I was still using, like, pink lotion and, like, grease. <laughs> <laughs> Up until when? And, like, maybe, like, middle school. Like, oh, okay. I, I didn't, like, it wasn't forever. Like, <laughs> but I still didn't know because, like, that stuff didn't work for me. And then on top yeah, of that, like, I didn't like wearing my hair because I have, like, 4C dry, like, you know. So mm -hmm. I was like, if I don't do it right, like, it's just going to look crazy. So I never wanted to go to school, like, with my hair, like, I don't know, messy or, like, crazy. And so I would instead have crazy hairstyles like, <laughs> that looked equally as bad like you know like but it just like wasn't with my extended hair, so. like with extensions <laughs> yeah, and stuff so, like, oh wow it wasn't my hair but it still looked bad mm -hmm. so uh, it just didn't make sense so then eventually i don't even know what year it was i think it was like between ninth and tenth grade when i like just had no was like no resort to like get my hair done i had to do like puffs like mm. two two puffs one puff like or whatever twists like in the front and in the ponytail like and my hair was always just like it was just really like kinky and shrunk mm -hmm. and there was like times where i would want to be like fancy and i'm like oh yeah i want to get my hair done by a natural hairdresser and oh mom literally spent the money to bring me to one <laughs> for real wow. yes and they didn't like i'm not even gonna say they did nothing but they did nothing like oh, wow. it was like a regular wash you know when it feels nice someone else is doing so i'm like okay and they were like so what do you want to do with your hair so i'm thinking they're gonna twist it up they put it in a ponytail like not even a nice one either <laughs> like they said on my way and my mom was like, that's it? And I was like, I guess. And I bought one of their hair products thinking, oh, yeah, sunflower is natural. Like, I was really like, I swear, I was like being fooled. Like, wow. people were just selling me stuff. So I was like, okay, but I thought it was good. I'm like, yeah, they told me to twist it every night and that'll keep it moisturized. No. Like, I didn't know what type of products I needed in my hair. Mm -hmm. So I was just using thick, like, you know, even though I needed more, like, water-based products. Oh, okay. and, and then it was up until, like, maybe, like, junior year. Like, my sisters, they all do, like, hair, cosmetics, all that stuff, like, they make your wigs, they do, like, 
you know, I, I'm the only one who knows how to braid, but, like, they know how to do, like, my sister cuts hair and all that stuff. So, eventually, like, she would always, like, just jump down my throat, like, Brianna, like, you have to do this, and you have to mush it like that, and you have to use this conditioner and da-da-da. So, I was like, fine, fine, fine. Like, I didn't like cutting my hair either. And that's, like, my hair was breaking. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to hold on to the lace. <laughs> and I had no, like, it was just all damaged. So, then finally, I was like, fine, girl, like, you can cut it. But I was so scared because I'm like, I don't want to go to school Looking with crazy. a different yeah. hairstyle. And everyone was looking at me. Eventually, I got over it. And now, I actually like, I, I don't like my hair straight because it really mm. just, I can't do anything with it. It doesn't have any volume. It doesn't have any, like, I can't, like, grasp it as yeah. easy. So, like, I like when my hair is, um, like, curly and it's just like, it, for me, it was just a matter of using the wrong things, like, for the entire time. And then when I finally realized it was right, I was like, oh, this is not so bad. Like, <laughs> I think that, I was going to ask you, um, like, how do you think that, because I think, you, I remember you saying something about, like, you had to force yourself to be more confident yeah. in order to wear your hair. And so I was going to say, like, how did, how has it made you more confident as a person? And then I was thinking we should answer that question, too. Um, I think... Just, like, noticing, like, you know how you have Snapchat memories? Mm-hmm. And you go back and you're like, wow, wow. <laughs> crazy. Oh, my. <laughs> just, like, seeing that and, like, knowing that I've, well, no, that's not really an answer, I guess. Um, I think just wanting to learn more and wanting to, like, do more other than just, like, the same. Because I used to do my twists all the time. They look the same every time. Like, something needs to change. Like, I can't do the same thing. And, like, sometimes, like, I just had to be like, okay, if I do this, no one's, like, no one's really going to tell you anything. Yeah. Like, your real friends will let you know if you're crazy, <laughs> if you look crazy. And then if they don't say anything, then you're fine. And most people, like, I think it's a good thing to be surrounded by other black women natural or not natural like because they mm-hmm. just support you so i think having other people tell me oh my gosh your hair looks nice today or oh, you did this uh, i'm like wow okay so i can continue this i'm gonna mm. continue to do this and so because i think like the first style i ever did um when i like washed my hair i was like okay i'm gonna do a wash and go i watch all these wash and go videos blah blah mm. blah about my eco styler oh. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i don't use it either but um yeah i used that and i used the thing i didn't know there was a flake test i didn't know anything about you know mixing products or anything but i put my hair i did my hair did my wash and go and i was like oh no because mm. it was a fro and i was like the all the videos i watched I watched, I mean, um, we're like, you know, the nice curly hair, you know, and I was like, yeah, that's what my hair is going to be like, because I didn't really know my type of hair. And so when I saw my hair the next day, because I had to go to school the next day, I was like, wow, like I look crazy. Like, I don't know what to do. But I went to school. Some people told me I look nice. I know. Now, I really did look crazy. I really did look crazy. But... It was, you know, the little things like getting over that was hard because I was like, okay, wash and go is canceled for life. Yeah. Like, for real. I, I started my wash and go again this year, like the beginning of the semester. And like, I used a different gel because I didn't like gel. I canceled gel too because mm-hmm. Eco Styler, like, what are you doing? I don't, like, I did not like it. So I tried it again and it worked. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, this like my hair, my curls are kind of defined here. I'm not gonna be like this other three C girl or like 
this other person who like has a different type of hair, but I have to appreciate what I have yeah. and just move on with it. And it's hard because sometimes I'll, I'll be walking to class and the wind is yeah. blowing my yeah. hair. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just put my hair up and just <laughs> yeah. let it be. But I'll be like, no, you did your hair. You worked hard to do this. You're going to leave it out and you're going to be confident. Um, yeah, I don't know if that answered it. but No, that was a good yeah. answer. What about you guys? How have you gained confidence through your natural hair? I think I gained confidence just... My confidence was kind of gained when I, like, started not caring. Like, mm. I think I didn't... I don't think I, like, trained myself to gain confidence. There was just a point in time where I was like, all right, I'm tired of, like... I'm tired of making it seem like I need to have my hair being done. Like, doing braids to yourself, like, it's, it really makes you, like... Makes you realize, like, okay, it's really not that worth it. Like, to have your hair to protect yourself all the time. Like, I'm spending, like six, eight hours in a bathroom hurting my back just to do my hair when I could easily just put it into it. So I mm-hmm. think, like, this summer, when I told, like, this summer before, like, the semester started, I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm going to leave my hair out for the summer. Like, all school years, I had, like, braids. I had a little period of time my hair was out. Then I went back to braids. So I was like, I'm just going to, like, let my hair breathe. Like, I'm going to get a cut, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. And so I started doing, like, my twists mm-hmm. when my hair was wet. And I don't know, I, like... It just felt better. Like, I just felt kind of, like, more like myself. And it gave me kind of, I don't know, like, in the summer, I was really having, like, hippie vibes. Like, you know, like, oh, <laughs> oh boy. Get into the weather. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm going to be off social media. Like, I'm going to wake up early. Oh, my gosh. I was seriously, like, like disconnected. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I wanted my whole aura to be, like, peaceful. My mom even t- picked up on it. She would get me, like, Epsom salt and teas and stuff. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, nice. Like, take it at all. Like, I was really feeling Let's stick to the hair. So, anyway, like, my, but my like, hair was always, like, in a natural style. Mm-hmm. Like, I did twist outs or I, or I just left them in twists. And, like, my family members, they were like, oh, you know, your hair, like, feels soft and all that stuff. And my hair was always dry. So, like, people said my hair feels soft. I was like, really? Like, wow. Like, so that's when I knew, okay, I can, like, this is probably better than me spending so much time putting mm-hmm. it in braids. I might as well just, you know, like I can practice my braiding hairstyles, but like I should take care of my own hair more. And I started getting into like products, like oils and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I started to learn more about it. So then I was excited to use them. So now I need a reason yeah. to like have my hair out. So. I think for me, <laughs> I never like had that kind of outside influence where I was like, I your hair has to be like this. I, I agree with you. Like when I did start watching YouTube videos, People seem to know how to do things that I literally was like, I just can't. Like, even twist outs, I was like, that's just not going to work for me. (laughs) But um, I just, like, was remembering that I did a big chop, actually, (laughs) in um, 10th grade, in, like, 2017 or something like that. I remember there was one day where I washed my hair, and I cut it in the mirror, like, and mind you. I think I remember that. Yeah, I washed it. It was, like, over break. It was over some kind of winter break or something, but I washed, I think it was, the year of junior year. I think I remember. And so I washed my hair, but like it wasn't necessarily like a, oh, I'm going healthy because, mind you, I washed my hair with head and shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. Wow. (laughs) Literally, like, and I didn't like condition it at all. So I just remember cutting my hair and stuff and I was like looking at it and it was like really shrunk and like my hair was short at the time and so like I cut it even shorter and then the shrinkage as well, like, because it literally was natural at that point. So there was no straight pieces anymore. And so it was just, like, very shrunk. And at that point, I didn't know what to do. I think my go-to style was, like you said, two bu- two buns. Yeah. It's like, we had those styles together. <laughs> 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 so 
winning. No, but yeah, that was my go-to. Um, I think that in the beginning, I was like excited to do different things with my hair and like test things out. But it was just like things. Some things never made it out the door. Like you know, mm-hmm. like some styles. I'm like no. But I just, <laughs> I think I started gaining confidence when I was like doing things that I felt like were good. Like I feel like sometimes I would just do my hair in a way that's like, okay. Like this is a safe hairstyle. But like when I actually started doing my hair like the way I liked it and developing the hairstyles that were like most comfortable to me, that's when I started feeling more confident in my hair. And like now. I can't think about a time where, like, like, uh, like I said, I used to depend on braids and stuff like that to, like, that's my hair, like, you know. But now I can't think of, like, I don't really want to get all these different styles. Like, I'm natu- I'm comfortable in my like current natural hair. So, I mean, for me, I in senior year I came to the realization that, like, I did like my senior <clears throat> talk about hair or something. No, was that no? no that, that was tenth grade. That was your passage, right? Yeah, in my passage, this thing that we did in high school, mm-hmm. I had to do this presentation, and I did it, like, about my hair. And I came to the realization that, like, I got confident from, like, feeling different. Like, mm-hmm. and I guess it, that's, like, me being programmed by, like, society standards, but, like, I used to get some kind of fix off of, like, people, like, <laughs> being like, oh, like... <laughs> your hair like it's so nice like it's curly like what are you are you mixed this is and that and like although like sorry although i wasn't like you know showing it outwardly that like i got a fix off of that like i really did <laughs> and so like when i started wearing my hair natural i guess like not even na- i guess natural yeah curly i guess that was just like always a confidence builder for me but in terms of like, like when I became closer with Brianna and Maharo, and like I saw them like, or more in, more in college, I saw them like doing braids and things like that, and like realizing that like I can do other things with my hair than just wear it curly or wear it in a bun. Um, that's when I started like trying to do protective styles and things like that. So then like in 12th grade or so, I would start wearing my hair in twists Mm -hmm. or like, I mean, that was really it. I mean, I still only have a few hairstyles. It's like either a wash and go, a bun or a ponytail with a braid. Like, um, and I've got, I've gotten more confident in realizing that like, if I don't want to wear my hair out, like I don't have to. Because, like, a lot of people, like, my family members are, like, like men, like, guys would ask me, like, why don't you wear your hair out? Like, mm-hmm. it's nice. And I'm just, like, because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, in terms of that, if part of hair confidence, I've gained confidence in, like, I don't have to wear it out just because it's curly, just mm-hmm. because other people like it. Like, I can get braids. Like, my hair will somewhat last in the braids, like, in mm-hmm. the box braids. Like, I don't have to, like do what people are telling me to mm-hmm. do. So I guess that's like the confidence builder that I've had is like learning that my hair is like a looser texture, but I still have, I still have black hair, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that like kind of goes into this idea of like, well, it doesn't really go into it, but I want to talk about it anyway. <laughs> like the whole good hair, like uh, you have good hair, you don't have good hair. That's and like the stereotype. Basically. Yeah. And it's literally like, 
or just a stigma. Yeah, it's not just really a stigma. A stereotype. Like, there's a scale for like mm-hmm. how soft your hair has to be up until four. It's like, all right, that like that's a bit, you know. Yeah. And I feel like before it used to be so. I think that's ultimately what like made me not want to like wear my hair out because I was just surrounded by people with like you know, like Spanish people who have like you know curly, curly hair, hair, or, like, hair yeah. even like black people who never wore their hair like natural. It was always like in a either in weave or in braids or something mm-hmm. nice. So I was like, oh, okay. So like, I'm just not going to wear my hair. Like I'm not going to be that girl. Yeah. And so like that ultimately like stopped me from even thinking about trying natural hairstyles. Cause I was like, no, that's just not what it is right now. Like I'm not about to, I'm not going to switch it up. Mm-hmm. So I think just that, that whole idea of like, oh, your hair is like nappy and da da da. Like, it was just kind of like annoying, but it's also not something I wanted to like rebel against at the time. Cause I was mm-hmm. so young where like now I can definitely see how, people wearing their hair, like, those big puffs. Like, I remember there was, like, a time where I used to actually, like, making my hair look bigger, like, so I would blow dry it, and then I would just, you know, like, little ponytail. I wouldn't even make it tight. Like, mm-hmm. I would just make it loose on purpose. So that would so be, like, be big. my hair would be big out. Yeah, so, and I liked it, because I was like, yeah, like, this is cute. Like, now, like, I don't really care. And I think I've, like, started to see a trend where people now are, like, they're, they're not worried about, like, oh, it's not soft enough, it didn't look curly enough. Like, even with their wash and goes, like, because I know, like, when I see videos about wash and goes, they were always, like, Longer, yeah. But like people wear wash and goes with whatever type of hair they have, like mm-hmm. they do it. And so I think I like that now um, that people are really just starting to think like it's not about if you have good hair or bad hair. Like really, it's about whether you can do your hair yeah. because and if <laughs> like it's healthy, you can have good hair and you'll look yeah, crazy. So healthy. yeah, so I think that's like something that I'm kind of liking more, which pushes me like more to like yeah, like this is it. Yeah, yeah I think that that's something that I've definitely seen, especially through social media, a lot. And, like, I haven't really experienced it, like, oh, you have that, like, you know, like, that kind of bullying or anything, but I've definitely, like, seen it. I feel like, especially being Demaya's friend, like, seeing that, like, if Demaya, if I didn't know Demaya, or if it had just been me and Brianna, or even if Demaya had a different hair texture, I wouldn't have seen how, like, how actually, like, real it is, like, Mm -hmm. the, oh, good hair, bad hair thing. Like, I didn't really think it was, like, I didn't really think of it as that serious, but, like, I did see it, and, like, I, when she, like, was telling us and has been telling us, like, how that kind of sets her apart and like mm-hmm. that makes her different and that's something that she used to get a fix out of but now she realizes it's like it's not Problematic. really yeah. it's like ignorant like it doesn't you know it's just an assumption it's people make yeah, yeah and so I feel like it's interesting to see how that's played out it's like definitely made me more educated about it and I do consider myself like type 4 hair mm-hmm. category mm-hmm. Um, I also like you said I think hair typing is kind of like weird like when you go abc because it's yeah, like sometimes like it's it. like you can't just be one a, yeah you know exactly. so it's like i don't know but i think with that being said like um what am i trying to say there's a lot of stigma when i watch youtube videos and stuff and like who's the most popular mm. and like their audience doesn't have hair like them but <laughs> yeah. they want hair but, like them yeah and so it's like the type four hair is really like kind of like another self-hate basically like you don't really want to take care of your hair like you want somebody else's hair mm-hmm. especially like even as the natural hair movement is growing i think people are becoming more aware but i feel like everybody starts at that place where like especially if you're just watching youtube it's mm-hmm. like oh like look at this person mm-hmm. with the, you know yeah. and yeah and like even me like knowing how to do my hair and stuff like even seeing my family like even in my family well my mom her hair straight so <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that but I think her hair was like the loosest texture but she straightens her hair a lot anyway mm-hmm. and so like I'm the one with the loosest hair texture even in my family so like my sisters are like four like 4C mm-hmm. and like really kinky hair 
and like seeing them like talk about like their hair journeys and stuff like that it's just interesting to see like the different experiences yeah. and i feel like the stigmas like they really do go far it's just crazy like I feel like I always thought like stigmas would come from white people a lot, mm-hmm. but it but really does come from like black people, people yeah. as well. Yeah. Cause there's always like, you know, kinds of stigmas about it, especially with black males, like, Ugh. and like <laughs> their hair and like, you know, I feel like most of nine times out of 10, a black male is like, has a kinkier hair texture, but they'll have a self-hate against like yeah, a woman. And they're gonna yeah. try to do everything to make sure that their hair looks curly. Or when it comes time for like waves and like, yeah. you know, like curly, like it's just interesting. Like it's very interesting to see. Yeah, I can say, like, it's, like, over the past, and since we've gotten to college, actually, I've been, I don't know if this is a good thing, but I've been starting to feel guilty, in a oh sense, because I'm just, like, guilty about something. no, because I just, like, I can see the frustration, like, that Mahara will get, or something like that, or, like, things like that. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I just wish people, <laughs> I wish people would stop. Like I just wish this wasn't a topic of our conversation because to clarify, like, <laughs> the frustrate I know you know this, but the frustration I would get wasn't like, oh, Demai's getting caught. Like <laughs> I don't want the compliments. <laughs> it would just be more like like when you just meet somebody and they say Here something. Here we go again. When they say somebody out of pocket, it's like dang, like it reflects on how they think about things and mm-hmm. it's just like like it's twenty nineteen, like you really still think like that. Like you know what I mean? It's kind of like wow, like some people really have like ignorances that they don't even realize they don't they're not intending to like oh you have some good like you know they yeah. don't intend anything they they think it's a compliment but they don't really see it so yeah. continue what you were saying but. but yeah i was just saying like it's just made me like very aware as well of like i guess texturism and it's just like i can't really be guilty because like i can't control it but in some sense, like, I do still feel guilty. And it's just, like, a it's a, it's a everyday battle for me. <laughs> Literally. Everyday battle? Everyday battle. Not wow, every day, I, but it's a continuous battle that I'm just trying to, like, I guess, I guess balance? I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> I feel like, um, what is it called? People, I've had someone tell me that, like, well, one, I usually wear twists, like, all the time, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'll do twists one week, then I do the twist out the other week. And you just see the difference with people looking mm, at you. Like, I was, yeah. people, I'll walk, you know, have my twist, whatever, living my life. And then next week, I twist out, people look. I'm like, oh, so now, now, now people want to look at me because yeah. my hair is out, because my hair is this. And it's like, mm-hmm. I find that, I think someone told me that, like, Oh, people um, look at you because of your hair, and I was like, I I don't think it's false. I think it's true, but it's like annoying in a way because it's like there's other things to people. Mm-hmm. Like I, natural hair is very important, so I think like I'm I'm obvious. I'm gonna keep my hair. Sometimes I have urges, you know. Let me just cut it off, let me <laughs> shave it all. But like, I don't think I'll actually go through with it. But I find it annoying when like males are I don't know like they. Like fixated, like fixated on a certain type of hair, or like um, how like the length of a hair, and it's just like wow, you don't think of anything else. Like there's more to it than that. Yeah, but, um, I was gonna bring it up. I wrote it down because I was thinking about it. Like I think I saw it on Instagram or Twitter, Twitter. or something, mm. and they were saying like depending on what your hair looks like, or not even the texture, but like depending on what style your hair is in, you're gonna get approached a different way. Yeah, and it was talking about boys, but I think in general, like I on a college campus, too. like. Yeah. I wrote down like twist the afro versus like 
wig or weave versus mm-hmm. like box braids and those kind of extension hairstyles. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some different like assumptions people make about you, so like they'll treat you a different way. Yeah, yeah. I, like I think automatically, like for me, like definitely having braids, like I think people just assume like like box braids. Yeah, mm. and it was just like. I mean, at the before, like, I did it because I never took care of it. I still, like, could tell, like, why they were, like, you know, like, and in my family, we always, like, we always just rip on each other, like, literally. Like, that's why most of the time I didn't really care too much about, like, jokes outside of it. But, mm-hmm. And our family, we used to go in, and they, like, the, the biggest thing that'll get brought up is, like, if I was talking, like, oh, like, you, like, you, you don't do this, or you don't take care of that, and they'd be like, well, you have braids, like, you don't have long hair, and this, like, you know, like, <laughs> your hair is nappy, and da da I was just like, all right, like, so... But I feel like that's something, like, that's just a quick assumption that people make, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, what's your hair, like, under there? Like, take those braids out. And it's like, oh, <laughs> no. is that a threat? Like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's what people intimidated by that. Like, so I think that's definitely, like, a different way that people look at you when you have, mm-hmm. like, weave or stuff in. Like, even when people wear, like, lace fronts away, it's like, what you got under there? Like, I think that's mm-hmm. an automatic assumption. But, like, when you're wearing your hair out, like, people can't really assume much. But then on that, they're just literally judging you based off, like, your hair. Like, mm-hmm. you're just looking at it and, like, oh, yeah, like, it's not long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think oh. with like with wigs and weaves, I feel like there is an assumption about the kind of person you are. Like mm-hmm. if you have a lace front, like you're like, like oh she's bad, you know. Yeah. Or if you have like twists, you're like oh she's a little hippie. like you know <laughs> she's a little she's different. Pretty, pretty yeah, <laughs> it's just interesting. Like I feel like everybody makes assumptions about everything. Like mm-hmm. that's just who we are as humans. But it's just interesting the extent it can be taken for like black women because mm-hmm. our hair is so versatile. It looks different, like, you know? Every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, yeah, literally. So it's just very interesting. I think that, I don't know. I think some of the assumptions aren't negative, but it's just funny. Like, you know? Like, how can you make, make all that kind of assumption? But, yeah. Um, I had another question for you, for everybody, actually. Oh, this is kind of similar. Like, the, stigma, the stigmatization of natural hair and, like, beyond, like, just the social setting, like, in the work environment, school, that kind of stuff. And, like, not necessarily what has your experience been, but, like, what do you guys think that that is currently? Like, even in the face of, like, the natural hair movement, even though a lot of people are natural, do you think that a lot of jobs and, like, schools, programs, like, will kind of look down? I think, honestly, if I'm, I think for that, it's more of, like, I'm not going to say females don't really go through as much. I feel like females have come to a point where now, like, wearing their twist ups and stuff isn't like as much of a big deal as it used to be. I think now it's more for like I think more males face like a lot of like issues around it. Like that whole thing about like dreads, like mm-hmm. you know how guys don't really get into this whole like not combing their hair thing <laughs> or not cutting it. Like and so it's just like wild and all that I feel like that's more looked at as like, oh like you need to like cut that off. Like that's not professional. Like in the like in a regular like everyday life, whatever, I don't care but like when you're looking for jobs, they'll look I feel like they look at that mm-hmm. and they judge you based off of that. I feel like with females now, like that this natural movement has become so big, like females have been taking more time to do their hair. So even if it's natural, it's still like it's it, it's still not nice, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't think they like I don't think jobs are able to really argue it as much because mm-hmm. it's like this is my hair, like I take care of my hair. it's not unprofessional. But with males I think they look they still have like the they can still use that as an opportunity to be like you need to cut your hair or like you can't do this unless you take care of that or you have to look presentable in this way. Um, and yeah, I think, and one thing that made me see that is like my mom, like my brother, he does not like comb his hair out. Like he mm-hmm. really doesn't. And he'll sleep on it and he'll wake up and it would just be like, damn, like put a pick through it or something. And so my mom, like she'll like, when he would like look for jobs and stuff, 
She's like, oh, look how he looks. Look at his hair. You think they could hire him like that? I'm like, mom, like, honestly, like, they shouldn't really care about what his hair looks like. Mm-hmm. But it's just a thing. And even, like, parents see it because they're just like, oh, I don't want... When I walk out the house, like, mom does not worry about what my hair looks like. She just trusts that, that my hair looks fine. But when it comes to my brother, it's like, oh, well, like, look at your hair. Like, you haven't got cut and did it on. And so I can see that it's kind of shifting now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like me that, they, like, females have to really worry about. And now it's like, okay, the males have to look presentable. I kind of disagree. Like, I can see that, definitely. I feel like boys like males like can and especially because well, this is just like a generation i feel like they don't really think about it too hard mm-hmm. so it can really be surprising when somebody's like like they wouldn't think like for an interview i feel like a lot of boys like our age whatever they wouldn't be like oh let me really like you know <laughs> like if that if it's not their time to get a haircut they're not really gonna go out of their way to make themselves presentable but i feel like for girls it's more of like it doesn't the problem doesn't arise as much because i feel like girls have been conditioned to like have a different black women have been conditioned to have like this is my interview hairstyle like you know what i mean like this is what i'm gonna do to my hair like Mm -hmm. so i can get the job and i feel like that's problem that's a problem in itself because obviously you're not gonna be like let me just you know like (laughs) let me wear afro to work like if you really want to get the job but it's like kind of like how we're presenting ourselves in order to be acceptable to like whoever's hiring and nine hundred out of ten it's really not a black person like it's somebody who doesn't really understand natural hair and so like they could see you have a twist out, like a three-day-old twist out, as like, oh, that's crazy. Like, she's not prepared. But in reality, that's just your hair. And so I think that definitely, and a lot of jobs, too, do require you to have your hair, like, gelled down, basically. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in a bun for nine times out of ten. But that's kind of discriminatory because you, like, black women can't do that, like, 365 (laughs) days out of the year. like, like police cadets, like I'm yeah. not saying change the law or change the rules, but <laughs> change the rules. Like <laughs> I just think that it's crazy. Like even myself, I'm not saying I'm like so radical. Like I feel like if I was to get a job, I would wouldn't necessarily change. Like if I had a hairstyle that was already like working, I wouldn't change it, but I would make sure like I'm going for interview next week. Like I want to look nice, and so I wouldn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. What's a crazy hair? I wouldn't necessarily just do twist out, like leave her a whole week, like you know what I mean. <laughs> so like. I would just kind of change it myself just because, like, I know what looks quote-unquote presentable, but I feel like that's a problem. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that women still do have... It's just more involuntary that women have to think about, oh, is this a professional hairstyle? Is this going to be acceptable? I know a couple of weeks ago, like, when I was going to the career fair, like, a week oh. before, I was, mm-hmm. like, thinking, what am I going to do with my hair? Like, you know, how am I going to present myself to these these companies and it just so happened that my hair was straight like when it came time and then I thought about it the day before and I was like what am I gonna do with my hair I was like oh my hair is straight Mm. and so that was kind of problematic too because it's like I was like whoo I don't have to worry like what a relief like Mm. I don't have to worry about if my bun looks crazy that day (laughs) like you know um and like even I find myself like kind of chuckling when I see black boys on campus sometimes when they're dressed up and they have mm. their three-piece suit or whatever <laughs> and they have their crazy hair. I'm like, <laughs> like it's just funny to me because like you really don't deem like this wild hairstyle as professional. And so it's just interesting when I do see that males, like when I see males on this campus, like, they're like, this is my hair. Mm-hmm. It's like much different, I think. Like, like they don't have to be like, oh, like maybe I should. Talk. Exactly, like because they don't have a choice. Yeah. Like either you're gonna wear your hair like that, 
or you're gonna get it cut. Yeah. And like in this area, like if if, the, if one of the football players is not available to cut your hair, like you're not getting a haircut. Yeah, so that's like true. I think it's different where they have to be like either I'm gonna do this or I'm not. Like there's mm-hmm. no in between of like oh like let me just put my hair in a bun, let me straighten it, this this and that. And so I think that's interesting. Like when it comes to like being presentable presentable as a male and as a female. Uh, what do you guys think about the whole, like, well, like you were saying, straighten hair, like, for the good events, like the best occasions, oh, yeah. the most fancy. Like, I think that's interesting because, like, for me in my head, I don't, like, I if I didn't, if it wasn't an influence, like, if I didn't think about it, I would never straighten my hair, like, for the mm-hmm. rest of my life, like, because I'm just, like, I don't really think about it that much, but I think that a lot of people do have an influence of like straight hair, and like, so they will always reach for it like when it's time. Like if you want to go to a big party, if somebody's mm-hmm. getting married, if you're getting married, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you yeah. would want to straighten your hair and have it because you know you can do those styles that everybody does. So even if you're black, like I feel like I've noticed like between black and white women, like. The wedding style, the wedding hair, like, <laughs> like you guys know, like when it's straight and the clips yeah. and all that uh, stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think it's interesting. I think that like, I've seen like on Instagram, I saw this like post where it's like, oh, I'm gonna have a natural hairstyle when my when I have my daughter, she's always gonna have her natural hair out for special events, um, and I never really thought about it, but like, I don't really like my mom never let me straighten let me get my hair straightened um, throughout the year. Like, I got my hair straightened, like, three times a year. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> um, and so I would always do it, like, right before school started, my birthday, mm-hmm. and some random event that happens throughout the year. And I never thought of it that deep. Like, I was like, I want my hair straight. Like, mm-hmm. it's a nice thing, straight hair. And I don't know, I never thought about, like, the negative effect of, like, why why is your natural hair not good enough for um this event or why like yeah just things like that i just thought that was really interesting and i think i'm gonna do that for my kids but we'll see what happens because yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's i right. probably will because i still don't know how to straighten hair so <laughs> no i get my i don't know how to straighten my hair either i don't know yeah. how to I go straighten to the salon it just costs money yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like the way my hair looks straight period like i don't know like i the only time i ever imagined myself with straight hair was like you know when you watch those videos when they do like the chops and it's like mm. that bob that's yeah. like oh, yeah, blown out <laughs> like i'm like oh that would be so nice but i don't like my hair straight unless mm. it's like i wouldn't want to straight continue to straighten it so like i know like when i see those styles i'm like oh like that's so cute mm-hmm. but it's like those people probably have to straighten hair like all the time mm. and i don't want that so mm-hmm. like for me when i think of like professional events and all that stuff like my the hairstyle that comes to my head is like a twist out like okay. literally i don't think about oh i'm gonna straighten i'm gonna blow it out like I just do a twist out and then just hope that it works. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, like, yeah. it's really, sometimes it's really like a gamble. Yeah, for real. Some days I would want my parts to be real nice and the other days I'm like, okay, like, I'm tired, like, let me hurry up or I'll sleep on it wrong and then it's over. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's sort of become like, like, I kind of phased out that whole, like, straight is cute and everything. Mm-hmm. And I all, and honestly, like, I think now, like, that whole straight look, I feel like it's more integrated in, like, wearing weaves, like, like wearing a wig. Or lace front, and then it's like a real nice straight, and you got a color, you got an ombre, so like you can maybe do it up. And I don't know, like I don't, I don't wear wigs, and like yeah. I don't really have a confidence around those. So I'm like, well, my hair's not gonna be straight, like you mm-hmm. know, that's just it. But I'll see it, and I'm like, oh, it's nice, but it's just not for me. So I already just, I don't even give it any 
it's not even an option for me anymore because I'm like, I don't know how to stream my hair. I'm not going to. Like, I, it's just not something I want to do. So I feel like that I've never really had, like, an issue with in terms of professional events. But, like, twist up, like, wearing twists to a professional event, like, that's something I would be like, should I or should I not? Like, hmm, that's and depending on how, like, much energy I have, that's, that's what would be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember, like, as a kid, like, because my aunt was a hairdresser. She had her own um, shop. So, like, my family was in there literally every day, like, just hanging out or getting our hair done. So, like, I remember before all of the big events, like the first day of school or Easter or, you know, a wedding or things like that, everybody would be in the hair shop getting their hair done. And, like, you get it wrapped up and then you don't take it out until, until the, the next morning <laughs> and stuff like that. And I used to do that as well. And, I started straightening my own hair in, like, seventh grade. So, like, I would do it myself. So it was still the same, like, oh, like, I still have to have my hair straight for these events. Or maybe, like, when the big things would come up, like, the first day of school, mm -hmm. I'll get my hair done, but my hair is going to always be straight. And um, it wasn't until, like, maybe the past, like, three years, maybe, like, when I started wearing my hair natural and, like, curly, straight hair doesn't last like more yeah. than a week and i'm just like wow like how could i keep my hair straight for two weeks and it still be straight like now my hair is greasy by the third day like you know and it just takes too much energy and i think like reflecting on it like when i see my family and when i think back okay like at these events how do people wear their hair it's more natural mm -hmm. than straightened and so i think like the stigma of that is kind of changing, not yeah. necessarily all the way, but if we think, if I think about it, it is changing because mm -hmm. like, not everybody. I I don't even feel like people go to hairdressers as much anymore. Like, yeah. yes, you have the pe the older people that still believe in yeah. relaxers or like and people, yeah, or people that are you know not necessarily brainwashed but still buy into like having straight hair all the time. Mm -hmm. They go, but I feel like the hairdresser industry like it's on a decline mm -hmm. unless you're a natural hairstylist. Or get so, a wig weave. Oh, yeah, that's a exactly. New thing that that's what's keeping hair. Dressers alive is like weaves and shops. yeah, <laughs> wigs and weaves, and so like I, I think the stigma is definitely changing a little bit. I think so too. I feel I was gonna ask. Let me ask a question before I move on because I wanted to talk about like wigs and weaves and stuff mm -hmm. and how you guys feel about them. Um, but I did a little research myself, Demaya, <laughs> and <laughs> I found that in 1909, um, this man, his name was Garrett Augustus Morgan. He like basically invented like what we know as relaxers yeah, and it was like an accident that he it was like by accident oh, that he made okay. it but he was trying to because i think he had a barbershop or something like that or he was like a hair care person and he was trying to find a way to like keep men's hair straight or right? something like that. it wasn't even i don't think it was even men's hair it was like keep something straight like and then like he was testing it out and then he like tested it on a dog or something mm -hmm. and it made its hair straight and then he started like testing it on people and stuff and then like he started selling it and it became popular and basically it was interesting to me to see like that was literally 100 years ago like over 100 years ago mm -hmm. and like to see up until now like people still like obviously it's changed but people still die by like relaxers and stuff and so it was just i wanted to ask you guys like why you think that is i mean it's kind of obvious and like how do you feel like because obviously we're young people and we're growing up in an age where you know 
being like more self self love, all this stuff is appreciated. But I, how do you think people in like people who are still alive, but in older generations, like how do you think that they're adjusting to it, like the natural hair movement versus what they've always known? Like I just thought that was interesting. I think I'm like from like our parents and stuff. Cause, I don't think they really like care too much about it. Like mm. my grandmother, like looking into old old generations, like my grandmother would go and get her hair, go to Jamaica, get her hair blown out and get it dyed. And we're like, Nanny, like, why do you not want to see your gray hairs? Like, we'd be like, come on, Nanny, like, we want to see gray hair. She's like, no, it's, I'm not going to do it, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what's the point of dying your hair at this age? Like, it don't make sense. Like, it's not like, but she would just think like, yeah, like, she'll get it permed, all that stuff. She'll do the whole thing. And it was just a routine for her. So I feel like it was just easier for her to just stick with it than mm-hmm. to be like, let's try with this young generation. You know, like, for her, it's like, I'm too old to be yeah. worried about what y'all are doing. And then, like, more to my mom, like, mom doesn't perm her hair or anything, but she just wears it in braids, or she wears it under a cap, or she covers it, or she wears, like, hair. So it's just, like, she doesn't really have time to, like, go and look for new products and everything. Like, she'll buy her, her products, and she'll say, yeah, this is good. But, like, <laughs> you can tell she just kind of picked it up because it looked nice. And she's like, yeah, I got it. And it sits there because she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think in terms of, like, dying, like, now that her hair is starting to get gray, like, now I can see her more like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to die in Joelle's life. Mom wanted me to dye her hair. Like, I told her I don't need to, but she wants to dye it. So I think now she's starting to, like, sort of shift more into, like, the older generation's way of thinking in terms mm. of, like, I'm going to keep, like, I'm still going to have my hair be dyed. It's black, though. Like, I don't want gray hair. I don't know. I think for, I think, I just think it's, like, for older people, it's just too much for them to switch. Like, for mm, yeah, stick I with agree. It. I think, um, I don't really have too many. I only have my mom, really, but... My mom was a hater in the beginning, um, but now I think like over time realizing, um, you know, the benefits and stuff, she, she, she's more accepting of it. Like, she, I think my mom, cause even though like you know I wasn't, you know, relaxed or anything or permed, but I still like my mom blow dried my hair, but she was smart. She never like you know let me straighten my hair and then re-straighten it when the edges got a little wet mm. in the shower type <laughs> thing like she she knew what she was doing but she didn't know yeah but it benefited me in the end but um i don't know i think she's they're a lot more they're accepting of it but it's a lot of like they don't know how to do it themselves mm, so yeah. it's just like having to teach them or letting them do whatever they want because they're grown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree with Laura. <clears throat> like, amongst, like, my mom or, like, my aunts and things like that, they they kind of get inspired, mm-hmm. like, by, like, when younger people or when their kids or when their nieces and nephews are trying new things. Like, and so, like, with the hair thing, I've seen my aunts well, most of my aunts start wearing their hair more natural. Mm-hmm. And then we have, like, one of our other aunts. Like, she still dyes her hair. She mm-hmm. still perms it. She still gets it done every two weeks at the hairdresser. And we always, like, try to encourage her. Like, come on, Auntie Angie. Like, wear, like let your hair go gray. Things like that. And she's not, like, she doesn't want to do it. And I think it's just, like, a comfortability thing like and I don't necessarily I can't really say that I could blame older people for feeling like oh I'm not like I'm not ready to do that because Mm -hmm. like it's been ingrained in them so like it's not necessarily their fault Mm -hmm. like and it's not an excuse but 
I think we have to be more understanding of that mm -hmm. and just like try to encourage them by like being an example because I think like young people can be examples to older people and like the dying hair thing I think that's a universal thing of like oh I don't want to go gray because it's like I don't want to look old mm -hmm. so I don't I don't even think like um, dyeing your hair like to stay black is just the black women or a black person hair thing i just think it's universal of like oh like i don't want to go gray because i don't want to look old mm -hmm. so i think that um with my mom like i said she keeps her hair straight kind of like what brianna was saying like i think that she can be inspired and appreciating what i'm doing but she's not really going to change mm -hmm. because she's comfortable with how she is like she doesn't really need to she doesn't see a need to like go on a whole journey and so, I don't know. I think it was just interesting. Because when I was even thinking about that question, I wasn't even thinking about my mom. Then I was like, wait a minute. Like, she's not even that old. But, like, you know, she's not really mm -hmm. yeah. the type that wants to embrace natural hair. Like, she just wants to have a look. Like, she likes mm -hmm. going to the salon. Like, she actually enjoys it. I feel like there's a lot of people that um, are like that who enjoy getting their hair Can't relaxed. Bring themselves. And yeah. it's not a negative thing. It's not like, if you're not natural, you don't like it. It's not like that, I feel like. I just think it's interesting to see, like, that people who were once feeling like you know what I mean because some people don't want to change if they like something mm -hmm. but some people a lot of people just didn't know what else was out there mm -hmm. in order to change mm -hmm. so I think it's good though that our generation is like this because I know a lot of people like all of us are natural well yes yes yeah. we're all natural yeah <laughs> but yeah we're all natural and all our kids hopefully are going to be natural yeah. too. definitely know yeah the, the you know the negative effects of you know straightening your hair all the time and like doing perms so at least we have the future generation. I know. Yeah. That's good. And honestly, like, I don't get disgusted, like, when people, like, there are negative effects of perms and straight hair all the time. But, like, when people are like, oh, like, you know, like, she doesn't wear her hair natural. Like, <laughs> I just, yeah, I no. can't really understand that. Because yeah, yeah like, I don't get mad. It's yeah. a little weird because basically yeah, everybody just went natural. Like, honestly, most people haven't been natural for more than, I mean, like, really More actively taking care years. of the hair for, like, five, ten. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, how can you sit around? Yeah, it's judging. just, like, so, <laughs> it's, like, it's yeah, me. it's a level of judgment to me that's just unnecessary. Now, if I see somebody and she's always got a wig on and I'm like, okay, like, is she going to ever wear her hair out? I'll say something like that, but I'm not going to sit here and bash you because at the end of the day, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why I get annoyed, like, when... People are like, oh, you know, don't get braids, don't straighten your hair, or do straighten your hair, because it's like, it's not up to you. Like, it's my business. If I don't feel like doing my hair, and I want to put it in a protective style, I'm going to do that. Like, yeah. it's it's not up for debate with you, like, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think the last question I would want to ask before wrapping it up is, like, what are your three, like, your go-to hair products or braids oh. or favorite three? Okay, so I'm learning but I I use Cantu but Cantu has alcohol in it and I never like I really don't look at um, what is it called ingredients, ingredients. <laughs> like I really don't care like <laughs> if it works it works but that's like that's bad because like I know other people like ask me stuff and they're like oh I can't use Cantu Cantu has alcohol this that and third but like I'll still put Cantu on my list <laughs> it works for me but I use recently tea TGIN, thank God, really? it's not. It's great. I, like it. I have it in my hair right now. It smells good. Like the, it smells. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The leave-in, the, the green tea, oh. the like purple. I have, I, don't the, know. I have the black one. We have the one that's like, like the the cancer river one. It's like cancer river is on it, and it's like black. I don't know. I, I could, yeah, but like, yeah, I use them. They're really good. Um, and I don't know if I have three. Um, Do you use like a hair oil? Oh, my hair. Oh, Design Essentials is my shampoo, conditioner, and hair oil. Yeah, Design Essentials. It's like, it's pricey. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of expensive, but. It works for me. The shampoo, the the line that I use for the shampoo and conditioner is like avocado and something, something with avocado. Yeah. And I like avocado, so <laughs> you know, like you know. Go for me. But yeah, it's those are really good. Um, I would not use their leave-in conditioner. Don't use it. Really? Um, just because it's watery and oh. maybe some people some people can use watery products, but me, I need a little bit of thickness. Mm. I need a little moisture so, <laughs> so stay yeah um but yeah those are my three things okay well, well we want to thank <laughs> you for taking time out i know finals are coming up yeah. and people deem this a high stakes time of the semester <laughs> so people not us, <laughs> not, not us. <laughs> but uh we want to thank you for coming and being a guest on our podcast and um, you know, giving the people a new voice to listen to. Yeah. I know. This is a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, Do yeah, you yeah. want to tell people your YouTube channel or um, your Instagram <laughs> to get some more followers? And you I know. know. Put your stuff on. I'll put my Instagram. It's <laughs> at it's Laura D I T Z L O R A D. I know. Go follow her. Support, support, support. Okay. Thank you guys for. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, please make sure to go back and listen to our other episodes. This is number 12, so we have 11 more if you guys haven't caught up. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at SheThinksPod. And thank you for listening. Bye.